Welcome to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Skiles. Stepmomming is a wild ride, but you don't have to go it alone anymore. I'm here to give you validating insights and powerful shifts to build a stepmom life you love. This is your safe space. Welcome home, my friend. Hello, and welcome back to the Stepmomming Made Easy podcast. I am your host, Kristen Skiles. And I am so excited that you are here. I have found my stepmoms. I'm just so grateful that we have this community and so glad you're here. I want to talk today about something that is so near and dear to my heart. In the early days, I was plagued by insecurities as the second person in my husband's life. Even before we were married, the idea that he had been married to someone else tormented me. I want to share with you a story. If you have followed along on the blog or on social media before, then you've probably heard this story. But I think it's the perfect indicator of just how consumed by these fears that I was. So I was still living in my own home on the other side of town, and Kevin had been living with his parents post-divorce. It was a way to save money, have child care for Krista on his days, and all those things. But he had recently purchased a new home, so he was moving all of his stuff into his new home. Being the dutiful good girlfriend that I was, I was going to help him unpack. But when I got to the house, I noticed that several of the boxes had his ex's handwriting on them. And that triggered me a little bit. I mean, of course, I knew they lived together, duh. But just being faced with that, seeing her handwriting, it made my stomach churn. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not going in the bedroom. I don't want to be helping with that. And then when I was going to go unpack Krista's room, I found that her mom had packed a lot of that stuff. So there was a lot of that handwriting there. And I was like, nope, not going to do it. I'm going to protect myself. Maybe I'll do the kitchen. Maybe I'll do something in the living room. Turns out the kitchen had a lot of mom's handwriting. So let's do the living room. Kevin had packed the movies. Awesome. Super easy. Movies. Found a couple baskets. So I go through these couple boxes and I'm sorting out the movies. One basket is Kevin's movies and one basket's Krista's movies. And then I'm stopped in my tracks because the very next DVD that I pull out is Kevin and Amanda's wedding video. My heart dropped. I'm faced with this photo of them on their wedding day, beaming. They're happy. Of course they're happy. It's their wedding day. And I just shut down. Um, I went to the back of the house where Kevin was with his dad. They were setting up his bed. And I said, I'm going to go to the grocery store. It was right around the corner. So I got in the car And I just called my mom. And as soon as I was in the car, I just let it all out. I just cried and cried. It was so emotional for me being faced with this representation of them, this picture of them on their wedding day, recognizing that that was something that he had saved or she had saved or somebody hadn't thrown away and it had gotten packed. And now it's here for me, the new girlfriend, to be unpacking It was so, so difficult. 
That is just one story to represent how much these insecurities controlled my life those first couple years dating a man with kids. I was absolutely terrified that I was going to be compared to her. And it's weird because I had had insecurities in the past. Sure, I think most of us have. But being second, recognizing that he had been married before me, even before we were married, before I was technically the second wife, realizing that brought out these insecurities that I just truly didn't know I was capable of. There were times when he would be like, hey, let's go out to date night. There's this restaurant I want to take you to. And I would have to stop and be like, well, hang on. Did you go there with her? Because if he had, and I was sitting at that dinner table, I would have only been thinking about, well, what did she, what did she order for dinner? And what did they talk about over dinner? And I would just be so caught up in, is he comparing our date right now to their date? But in reality, I was the one who was caught up in those thoughts, not him. But we'll get to that. One other really good example, I think, of how this played out for me, that when I've shared this with other stepmoms, they've said, oh my gosh, yes. When I was planning our wedding, I wanted everything to be the opposite. They got married in a chapel, in winter, all the things inside. So we had a beach wedding, not in winter. (laughs) Everything was outside. I needed to know for my own sanity that they there was not going to be anything at this wedding that resembled his first wedding. I didn't want anything here to trigger thoughts of that first wedding for him or for any of his guests. I needed to know that our day was just about us. It's the same thing with the date. It's the same thing with all of the other things that I had said. I don't want to use that from your first relationship. I don't want to go there if you went there in your first relationship. I was not yet secure in us and how we were uniquely different and uniquely special. So if you are plagued by these same thoughts, these same insecurities and fears, I have five important reminders for you that helped draw me out of that place so that I could be present in my relationship and be joyful in my relationship. Number one, like I said, you are the only one thinking about the ex all of the time. Your partner is not thinking about the ex. No one is sitting there saying, wow, she took a really long time to cook that dinner. Wow, this meal isn't as good as mom does it. Wow, I really wish that I was with my other parent right now. No one is comparing all those things. No one is thinking about, oh, well, if you were the other person, you would have cleaned this right by now. You would have done this differently. Your relationship is different. You are different. And that's a good thing. Use that knowledge to be present with your family. Find comfort in the fact that you are the only one thinking about the ex and therefore You can control your thoughts. You can choose to stop thinking about it and be authentic and present with your family. Number two, your partner was shaped by their previous relationship and that subsequent breakup and having to share custody of their kids. They have learned things. They have grown. 
They have been shaped by that experience. So of course your partner isn't looking for someone just like the ex. Of course they're not looking to replicate those experiences. And frankly, if your partner wanted to be with the ex or wanted to be with someone more like the ex, then that's who they would be out pursuing, not you. They are looking for you. They see the value that you add. And I want you to be cognizant of that. Be present in the moment that your partner is looking for you. They have been shaped. They've been perfectly formed by these experiences and they are now ready for you. I used to think, if only I would have met him first. Maybe you've thought the same thing. If only I would have known him first, then there wouldn't be all of this extra stuff. I wouldn't have all these insecurities. And while there is validity to that thought, there wouldn't be some of the extra things. You also wouldn't have your stepkids. And your partner would look and act wildly differently than they do today. That's the big thing. If I think about who Kevin was when he met his first wife, he was young. He was immature. He did not have the same priorities. He was not as great at relationships as he is today. He learned from those mistakes. And he shows up as a better person for me because of that. He grew because he was a dad. And I love seeing him as a dad. I wouldn't have had that experience if I would have met him before. Number three, you are worth the risk. I think this might be the single reminder that I needed that impacted me more than any of the others. You are worth the risk. What does that mean? My partner, not that he was like extremely happy in his marriage toward the end. They didn't get along very well. They were fighting a lot. There were a lot of differences. They grew up and they grew apart from each other. It happens. But he still would have never chosen to divorce her. He grew up in a conservative family where divorce just isn't an option. I remember his mom telling me that she had never seen divorce before Kevin and Amanda got divorced. So it was never an option. It was never on his radar. And he was devastated whenever his wife asked him for a divorce. He had some of probably the darkest days of his life following that divorce and coping with feelings like he was a failure or he had failed his daughter. And of course he hasn't. I firmly believe that things worked out the way they needed to. And I think he has gotten to that place now as well. But it was awful going through divorce, going through the breakup, going through sharing custody and lawyers and going through the court battle part of all of it as well. It shook his self-esteem. It shook him financially. It shook him emotionally. And yet he met me and said, she's worth the risk of that happening again. She is worth the risk of me getting married and potentially, hopefully not, getting divorced again. She is worth the risk of bringing her into my daughter's life and knowing that maybe one day she's going to leave it. I was worth the risk, and so are you. That alone was so powerful in me for overcoming these insecurities and these fears because I was worth the risk. Another important reminder, number four, yes, your relationship is different, but it is not any less special. I used to be so concerned that because I wasn't the first 
that meant it wasn't going to be as special. He had already had a wedding. He had already had the birth of his first child. The first engagement, the first home experience together. I missed out on all of those first. So naturally, it's going to be less special, right? Wrong. I have actually asked my partner and several other people. I did a whole poll. I'm just this scientifically minded person who likes the data. I did an entire poll and asked several divorced people. Some of them were divorced. Some of them were just broken up. They were never actually married who share custody. Some of them didn't even share custody. And I said, how is it different? And is it any less special? Is it more meaningful? Is it less meaningful? What does that look like? And they overwhelmingly told me that it's different, but it is absolutely just as special. No single person told me, well, yeah, I mean, it was the first. Of course it was special in that way that I could never get back. Nobody told me that. It was so impactful to me to read that, to learn about that, because I was so worried that he had already had his prime and that I was going to pale in comparison, that our relationship, our experiences were never going to be as special for him as they were for me. And that's simply not the fact because he is experiencing them for the first time with me. That is an entirely different experience. Experiencing them with someone that you truly love and you're truly happy and present in that relationship is an entirely different experience. Yes, our relationship is different. Yes, things are first for me when they're second for him. But it is not any less special. You, my friend, you are not any less special. Reminder number five, you are not version 2.0. Oh my goodness. I used to think that I was just this faulty version 2.0 of his first wife in all of the ways that she excelled I felt like I failed I felt like my strengths were entirely different from her strengths and they were I mean they are we're two very different people but that's why our relationship works that's why Kevin chose me I didn't need to be or act like his first wife I needed to show up as me, the person he fell in love with, not trying to show up in the same ways that I thought his ex showed up for him. It may be she was vegan and I'm not. And I thought I needed to show up with these amazing home-cooked, very healthy meals that were based on the science and the things that she had read and the beliefs that she had. I didn't need to show up that way. I needed to show up in a way that felt authentic and true for me. I needed to show up as Kristen, not as 2.0. And I will give you one bonus tip just because I think it's helpful. Time heals. And I know that is the most frustrating advice, but it does. You will grow more confident in who you are and what you bring to the table Your partner will learn how to express to you just how valued and special you are. You will forge special bonds with your stepkids and you will learn about your unique place in this family. You will start to feel like what you have is far more special than what anybody else on the planet could ever share. One more final story before I let you go for the day. Just this past Thanksgiving, we actually went on a cruise with all of my family, and 
Kevin's ex came along. She and her husband and their daughter that they shared together. And it was their week with Krista. So Krista came too. And it was a really fun way for us to all spend the holiday together, but have separate experiences. If they wanted to go sliding down the water slide and we wanted to go in the card room and play a game, we could do our own thing. But we still met up for dinner. We met up for some of the different entertainment things. So it was a joint vacation while we still had very much separate things going on. And I remember at dinner, one night we were talking and I asked her husband, James, I said, I've never been on a cruise before. What's your experience? And then I looked at Amanda and I was like, well, have you been on a cruise? I had totally forgotten that my husband's first honeymoon was on a cruise. Now, if you would have talked to me all those years ago when I was first dating him and first starting to come into his life and I was suffering from all these insecurities, I would have never forgotten that. And I would have never gotten on a ship with her because I would have been like, oh my gosh, they're together on the ship. Of course, they're rekindling a romance or they're thinking about all these thoughts of how special that honeymoon was. And oh my goodness, I could not be farther from the truth. My husband was present with me on that cruise ship. I was present with him. She was present with her husband. Nobody is thinking about what happened all those years ago. We are with the person that we're meant to be with. We are with somebody who makes us better. Your partner is better with you. Your partner shows up better for their kids with you. Give yourself grace to let go of those insecurities, to let go of those fears because you are worthy and you deserve freedom from those insecurities. I want you to trust that your partner has chosen you and is ready to build a future with you. I am so, so grateful that you are tuning in to the Stepmoming Made Easy podcast. I hope you are loving the content that I am putting out. I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you're loving, what you want to hear more of. I'll see you next week.